0: Welcome back to your daily dose with Bob and Nick, it's Bob. Once again, today's podcast starts with a completely goofy question and ends with a truly brilliant concept. It turns out my buddy, Nick is the Rapunzel of podcasts, spinning my silly straw into pure gold. We hope you enjoy it Munsters or Adam's family.
1: Ooh, that's a tough one because we watched. I think I've said before, my grandparents. This was the second country that they moved to. Moved to Canada originally, so I had to learn French. They were in the in Montreal, and then uh, learned English there a little bit, but then mostly learned English when they moved down here in the early 70s. And for whatever reason, they would prefer to watch reruns. Rather than new shows Mm -hmm. So even MacGyver Who my grandmother had a crush on She didn't (laughs) really start watching him Until it went into reruns It wasn't appointment television It was it's going to be on Has to be on every day almost Right wow so I remember a lot of the black and white shows. I remember a lot of watching Andy Griffith and uh, the uh, Hollywood Hill or Beverly Hills. Hils- yeah,
0: yeah, Gomer Pyle, uh, all oh, oh, that yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, but we didn't watch a lot of either one of those. So yeah. my Adams Family bent uh, or inclination is mostly due to the revisiting and uh, what they did with the movies. Mm-hmm. with all of those incredible actors and how funny it was and all of those things and Raul Julia right oh genius my gosh. like I, who doesn't want to be that guy and he did he did the perfect uh, um...
0: Mr. Adams yeah, was it Charles Adams? No, was it, uh, no, no uh, Stan Gomez 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 Adams. Adams. Okay, because well, I was he, way off he did it the way the way Charles Adams the person who drew the cartoon yes. yeah. intended it kind of a, a dark uh, Creepy something it was more campy in the 70s and say I was everything really was more campy a, right okay. in okay. the 60s and 70s That's, that's <laughs> we should just call it the 70s rather than campy, right um, it, it was amazing beautiful for me as a kid, but but I never really watched that much of either one of them. But I was always more of a Munsters person because I always thought that the Addams family was pretentious. Yeah. there were. I felt like there were a bunch of inside jokes going on that I wasn't getting. The Munsters, it was just goofy comedy. That's and it I was doing.
1: obvious of who the characters were, right? It was yeah. literally a Frankenstein. Yeah. Literally a vampire. That's it. Was there a werewolf? Uh, I, th- I have to imagine. Yeah, there should have been for sure. Yeah. Because who wants to watch it if there isn't? I think we have to go back and look at all of the things that were in that. This is actually uh, something I wanted to talk about because, you know, on, in newspapers, you have the corrections, right? Like yeah. the next day or the next week, they'll come out with something. And all, they always try to minimize it, Yeah, course, yeah. because it seems they don't like want to call it out. And on some of the podcasts, I, I noticed they used to do this. I don't notice on, on a lot of newer podcasts, a corrections corner. And, you know, you're listening to a podcast and they say something that is hopelessly wrong, like calling him Stan Adams (laughs) instead of Gomez Adams. And if we were just to keep going with that, or if we talked about something and we were going to look it up later, where is the opportunity to do a corrections corner in life? So forget this for a second. Like, where can you admit or where can you talk to somebody about that? And should you? like thinking maybe about the new year and something that you might want to uh, work towards. Is there room for a corrections corner in your
0: life? I love this idea. I think that's a very cool concept because yeah, there is, but as long as you're not holding on to the mistakes, so to speak.
1: So right? that's the thing. You don't want to admit that you're wrong. No, you like, do. That's the na- well, the natural inclination right, I think right, right. is to never say I was wrong, I messed up. But you know, of course, it's Stan Adams. And,
0: and, and well, guess what? The...
1: <laughs> exactly. I'll go back, and change Wikipedia. <laughs>
0: that's it. And you can do that. That is the thing. It's why we're we so hung up on being wrong. I'm like, I'm wrong all the time. It's a survival thing. And and but the corrections corner says there's a place for it. There's an expectation that that. that those corrections will be shared. Why? Because we want to make progress. We want to move forward with good information, not bad. And sometimes we spit out bad information when we should be spitting out good information. In one podcast in the past, I attributed uh, something to a friend named Kyle Shields. Yeah, Uh, It was actually Kyle Johnson. Uh, who was the friend who I intended to. And I realized that after it was all produced and it was out there and I was listening to it, and I'm like, well, I don't know if either one of them listened to it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just let so that So only slide. if you're forced exactly, will you do a corrections I, You know, I like the concept of a corrections corner. And I think it shows a sense of humility that you would even have one. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that. It reminds me of like a, a boo-boo bunny. You remember boo-boo bunnies? You ever have a boo-boo no. bunny? Okay, a boo-boo bunny is this concept of having this little cottony, gauzy something that's in the shape of a bunny. And when a kid hurts themselves, you pull out the boo-boo bunny and the boo-boo bunny makes everything feel all right. Okay. Well, I had a friend whose mom had used a boo-boo bunny on her would put medicine on the booboo bunny to touch her wounds uh, and she said but here's what the booboo bunny really meant to me it really meant I could go jump off the seesaws and not worry because the booboo bunny is going to take care of anything that happens I can go climb on the jungle gyms and not worry about falling because the booboo bunny will take care of me and it was like this empowering something and so to it's have a security a, blanket of sorts right yeah. but a security blanket in advance of what you're doing, yeah. right? So you're not you're going to use that security blanket after you've had the adventure. And in this instance, the corrections corner is saying, you can go out and live freely, knowing that you're going to screw up, and you'll have the opportunity to correct it afterwards. And that, to me, that's a nice something. That's a, I think this everyone should have a correction corner in their life.
1: I like that. And what I might do is uh, just Facebook Live once a week and invite people that I made mistakes <laughs> to or with. That I will uh, correct them. Just call it confession. I mean, come on. This is what it is. I don't know that I'm going <laughs> to confess to all the things that I did. Oh, you still keep the secrets, but yeah, the yeah, obvious but mistakes. Actually, that's what I'll do. I'll just write out the list of corrections, but with no context. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On Tuesday, May 5th, I should have said this instead of yep. this, but that's it.
0: That's okay. Guess what? I like that. <laughs> that's good. That works.
1: Hello. It's me, Nick thanks for listening. Your corrections corner doesn't need to be on social media. Heck, it doesn't even need to be public. Do your homework, figure out what the right answer is, and remember that it's okay to admit you were wrong. Just don't admit to being Stan Adams, and have a great day.